0: This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul, powered by JTR Roofing.
2: Breaking news this hour from TownHall.com. I'm John Scott. Trump lawyers are blasting the impeachment case against him as an act of political theater by Democrats. White House correspondent Greg Kluxton? reports. In their
0: final brief before the Senate trial, the former president's lawyers attacked the impeachment case on multiple grounds, calling it unconstitutional. They suggest that Trump was simply exercising his First Amendment rights when he disputed the election results. The lawyers also argue that he explicitly encouraged his supporters to have a peaceful protest and therefore cannot be responsible for the actions of the rioters. Greg Clugston, Washington.
2: Also at townhall.com, President Reagan's longtime Secretary of State, George Schultz, who spent most of the 1980s trying to improve relations with the Soviet Union and forging a course for peace in the Middle East, has died. He was 100. Texas Republican Congressman Ron Wright, who battled health challenges, including lung cancer and COVID-19, has died at the age of 67. Republican John Cox has formally opened his second campaign for California governor, with a TV ad attacking his leading GOP rival and promising to work for lower housing costs and new jobs in the state. In Arkansas lieutenant governor, Tim Griffin, has dropped out of the race for governor in that state and is now running for attorney general. Griffin announced the move today, two weeks after former White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said that she was seeking the GOP nomination for governor. Griffin had raised $1.8 million since March for his gubernatorial bid, but That race has become overshadowed by Sanders candidacy. Stocks are higher. Investors continue to be focused on company earnings. The Dow is up 128 points now, and the Nasdaq 68 points higher. More on these stories at TownHall.com. In
1: 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor, she was struggling to make ends meet and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170 foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use. For life, we are United Faith Mortgage.
3: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp, 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalist, Consumer or Corporate animalist number thirteen thirty-five. Record animalist number six five two three three. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
4: Just a little bit after eleven a.m. here on Freedom fifteen seventy, ringing liberty and truth. My name is Brian from the King to Comm Studios, and the weather today is going to be partly sunny and cold, with a high of three degrees. Could a private school education be the right fit for your family? If you're exploring your options, reach out to us at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. We've helped well over 100 Twin Cities families access private education, and we'd be happy to help you too. Dana Lash.
5: The left lacks the confidence to defend their positions. It is an insecurity they have that drives them to lock down social media platforms all for the purpose of creating these echo chambers. And this is the consequence of using agreement with your opinion to validate your positions rather than actually relying on the logic of the principle itself.
0: The Dana Show, weeknights from 8 to 11 on Freedom 1570.
5: Just go to bamboo slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboo slash HR. That's Bamboo slash HR.
2: The following program
1: was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
6: It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, You're Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I want to welcome you back to the show. You know, earlier, uh, I started a series, a a bunch of talks, if you will, and I like to call them American Ales. And no, I'm not talking about having a beer. I'm not talking about having a brewski. But I'm talking about what is ailing America, and that's what I love about this radio show, that we get to basically bring things that are happening in the darkness uh, into the light. And that's why I love the picture of uh, the Wizard of Oz. You know, uh, Dorothy and her comrades uh, wind up after their long, long journey on the yellow brick road. They, they wind up in the, the city of Oz, right? Right. And they're standing in front of the great, powerful, mighty wizard himself. And they're looking at the fires coming out of the screen and this booming voice that sounds like the voice of God. And they're all there in awe, trembling. But not little Toto. Not the little doggy dog. The little dog thought he would go ahead and figure out what's really going on. And so all of a sudden our attention goes to this little puppy dog off in the background tugging on a little little green curtain, and then you hear this mighty voice pay no attention to the man behind the green curtain. See, that's what I like to do on this show, is take things that are going on and bring them into the light. Because, as I like to say, we're being played, player. And so earlier, we talked about the war on words because words are the basic structure. And now I want to talk about something else that's ailing America. And let me suggest that it is cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance, an uh, interesting phrase, interesting word. And, and we're going to go through that over the next hour. But what really brought it to my attention was the story I'd shared a, a few weeks back about Ben Franklin. Uh, ben Franklin unlocked the secret to getting other people to like you. See most of us have been conditioned to think that the way we get someone to like us is by doing nice little favors for them, thereby you know uh, demonstrating that we 're thoughtful that we 're a dependable person you know and and then they kind of like us it 's a little manipulative, but we all do it so Franklin once had a very powerful political rival who was who was really focused on making uh, ben 's life miserable. And Franklin knew that it would be beneficial to have this man on his side. But instead of going the normal route, you know, groveling for his approval, he took a very counterintuitive approach. That's what Ben Franklin did. See, he knew his rival was in possession of a very rare and a very valuable book. And so what Ben Franklin did is he asked him to borrow that book for no other reason but just to establish a relationship. And after a few days... He returned the book, and he returned it with a thank you note. And surprisingly, his rival became his friend. And then what Franklin tapped into is what we're going to cover in this next hour. It's a well-known psychological principle known as cognitive dissonance. And basically, cognitive dissonance is the tension. You feel the tension in America? It is the tension that results from having two contradictory beliefs in our mind at the same time. The stress is uncomfortable, so we automatically alter one of our beliefs to conform with the other to resolve this conflict. And in the case of Franklin, his rival held the belief, I do not like Benjamin Franklin. Upon doing him the favor, however, he was forced to come to terms with another belief. What was that belief? It's a pain to do favors for other people, so I only do favors for people I like. Do you see what's happening here? There are two competing beliefs. See, these two beliefs are in conflict. And since he cannot unloan the book, he was forced to soften and eventually reverse his ill will towards Franklin. It's incredible. It's actually called the Benjamin Franklin effect. In other words, if you want people to like you, ask them to do favors for you. Now, I know that's illogical. And one thing I've learned over 30 years of studying the human condition studying the whole mind-body connection, the physiology, the biology, the psychology, the leadership, all the stuff that we put in on this radio show, as I've learned that we are very analytical creatures, absolutely. But we are very illogical. And what we got to remember is how we work. Remember, we're a machine. We're a machine. We're made to survive. We function at the unconscious level. So if you take the actual the human brain, remember we only use about three to 5% of it consciously. We're still using all of our brain. Well, some of us, <laughs> right? A majority of the use of the brain though is happening at the unconscious level. And that's what I mean by bringing things out of the darkness into the light. I'm not necessarily talking spiritually right now. I'm talking unconscious to conscious. Remember in neurolinguistic programming there are four levels of learning and the highest level of learning is unconscious competence where you don't know what you know so the first level is conscious i mean unconscious incompetence where you don't know what you don't know the second level is now conscious incompetence where you do know what you don't know the third level Is conscious competence because now you want to learn and get good at something. So now you know what you know. And then the fourth level is what we call mastery. What I said earlier is uh, unconscious competence where you don't know what you know. Uh, I've always been a boy in a man's world. And uh, when I was younger, in my early 20s, my best friend was in his 50s. And Mike used to tell me, you know, Black, I've forgotten more than you know. And that is so true if you're a boy in a man's world. And that's what unconscious competence is, is that you know something so well that you're not consciously thinking about it. That's why those that make the best producers don't necessarily make the best trainers or managers. Because a lot of people do things so well at the unconscious level, they're not consciously aware of what they're doing. And that's why it's very important to understand this concept. You cannot teach from the fourth level of learning. So you cannot teach from that level called mastery. Why? Because if you don't know what you're doing that makes you so good, how can you share what you're doing with somebody else to make them as good? And you can't. So you've got to step it back from the fourth level learning to the third level learning, which is conscious competence. And that is what I'm alluding to when I say we take things out of the dark and bring them into the light. We take them from that unconscious competence level and bring them to the conscious competence level. Matter of fact, Stephen Covey had a concept called uh, uh, learning by teaching. Because when you learn something for the purpose of teaching it, you learn it better. Why? Because you're learning it focused on the third level learning Conscious competence. And so in this radio show, in my training, that you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about, I take all these things that are happening all around us that we're totally unaware of, that are happening at the unconscious level, and I make them conscious. And so today we've been talking about what ails America? And what I'm gonna go into now is the cognitive dissonance, meaning that we have these these beliefs that are warring with each other, these beliefs that are competing for each other. Uh, And unless you understand what they are, then you're gonna have this uncomfortableness, this stress, this trauma. And there are a hierarchy of beliefs. There are different values that we hold dear. And some are higher than others. And so really what's going on in America, what's going on in our families, what's going on inside of each and every one of us is really an existential crisis. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And unless we know what we believe, how can we do something about it? So I am Mr. Black, and we are talking about cognitive dissonance. We'll be back in three minutes. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain.
4: Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior, Daily Devotional, and Let God be your guide and Mr. Black your Life Caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa, look at all these options.
0: You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app at radio.com. You listen every day. I
7: never miss it.
0: So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
6: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we are talking about American ales. You know, what ales America? Where is the, the great country that we used to know called America? Uh, and earlier, we had talked about word wars and how we use words to define things and change meanings. Uh, and now we're talking about cognitive dissonance. And the reason I'm doing this is because I saw two articles that really, really got my attention. And these are things I I, I I talk about on a regular basis. You know, Lee and I were talking before the radio show about what's going on in America. Uh, and if you're a Democrat, uh, if you're not uh, a person of the word of God, if you're um, really into the whole New Age thing and the evolution of men's thinking and all that, then you, you might be okay with what's going on. But for those of us that are traditionalists, for those of us that uh, are value-driven by the the standards, and the values, what America was created on and believed upon, uh, those of us that uh, not only uh, believe in the God of the Bible uh, but worship him and follow him, then these are some unique times, and there's some scary things going on. And remember, we were not given the spirit of fear But we were given the spirit of power and of love, a a sound mind. Matter of fact, all throughout the Word of God, God constantly telling us to transform our thinking, uh, to think differently, to not be conformed to the ways of this world. Uh, The Bible says over and over to guard your heart. From out of your heart comes all of life's issues. And whenever the Bible talks about the heart, it's talking about your focus. And so Lee and I were talking about, you know, how do we bring the truth? Uh, of what's really going on, and at the same time be empowering or encouraging or positive, whatever whatever word you want to use. Uh, and it could be a very, very hard walk, a very uh, tough road to hoe, uh, if you will. And so today I want to talk about cognitive dissonance. And by the way, a couple words, let's break down some words. Remember, I'm an etymologist by traits. We just talked about word wars, so we need to know what words mean. And there is a word for the day. Uh, I love Dictionary.com. Uh, every day they send me a word, and what do you know? You know today's word is Procellus. Procellus. Now I have never heard that word at all, and you know what the word is? It's an adjective. It means stormy, as the sea. Boy, is this a Procellus time in America, right? And by the way, it goes on to explain where the word comes from. It says the rare English adjective Procellus. Turbulent, stormy, as the sea comes via Middle French prosolu from Latin prosolasus, stormy, uh, squally, a derivative of the noun prosella, violent wind, gale. Procella is related to or is a derivative of the verb prosellir, to throw forward with violence, a compound of the preposition and prefix pro, here meaning forward, outward, and the verb "celler," occurring only in compounds, to rush, drive set in rapid motion boy I'm afraid that what happened in Georgia uh, is going to in a quick fashion to rush drive set in rapid motion a forward outward change in America uh, that we have never seen in the history of this world and might never see again because we might not be around much longer but while we're doing that talking about words let's break down cognitive dissonance right so cognitive is concerned with the act or process of knowing, perceiving, of or relating to the mental processes of perception, memory, judgment, reasoning, as contrasted with emotional and volitional processes. Now, dissonance is inharmonious, harsh, discord, cacophony. I love that word, cacophony, disagreement, or incongruity. And so cognitive dissonance together is really going to tell you what's going on in America. And why? Because I got two articles here. Two articles. I'm looking for them. Number one, COVID's economic fallout could elevate U.S. mortality rate for years. For years. It talks about millions of people that are going to die quicker, sooner, or die a lot younger because of what's going on. Remember, we call it the Cobra effect, where the cure is worse than the cause. And so, you know, I, I think the numbers are overinflated, but let's say we lose 200,000 people uh, directly from COVID. I know the numbers are 300,000. It'll get up to 400, 500. I told you a year ago, just go back to the radio shows, that they're going to have to get this number up as high as possible to validate, to substantiate uh, that, the destruction that they're causing. And so that number will probably hit a half a million people by the time uh, we get to the end of the year, somewhere around there. But I I bet you there's probably going to be no more than directly related, maybe no more than 200,000. But the millions of people that are going to die from hope, they are going to die from losing their jobs or losing their businesses they've had for 20, 30 years, they are going to die from losing their homes, from being helpless and hopeless, is going to be in the millions. And it's going to go on for decades where COVID will be gone after this year, and then there'll be some other worse virus that comes after it. And the second one is an article uh, I got today as well, called Line of Duty Police Death Surge in 2020 as Coronavirus and Calls to Defund Pose Challenge to Officer Safety. So first of all, Let me break down for you what cognitive dissonance is. So, Leon Festinger first proposed the theory of cognitive dissonance centered on how people, quote, try to reach internal consistency. He suggested that people have an inner need to ensure that their beliefs and behaviors are consistent, inconsistent, or conflicting beliefs lead to disharmony. Now you get it? Cognitive dissonance, which people strive to avoid. In his 1957 book, A Theory of Cognitive Dissonance, uh, Festinger explained cognitive dissonance can be seen as an antecedent condition, which leads to activity oriented toward dissonance reduction, just as hunger leads toward activity oriented towards hunger reduction. It is a very different motivation from what psychologists are used to dealing with, but as we shall see, nonetheless, powerful. Now, this is from verywellmind.com, verywellmind.com, great little uh, website, highly recommended. And it says, cognitive dissonance plays a role in many value judgments, decisions, and evaluations. Becoming aware of how conflicting beliefs impact the decision-making process is a great way to improve your ability to make faster and more accurate choices. Mismatches between your beliefs and your actions can lead to feelings of discomfort And sometimes, coping choices that have negative impacts. But such feelings can also sometimes lead to change and growth. See, this is the key. We can't control what happens to us. But we can control what happens in us. And that's why I teach you how you work. Remember, we have logical levels. Everything we do or do not do is driven by our beliefs. And yet, most people don't know what they believe. And here's the boot. We've been told that by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. In other words, a basic structure of their map of reality, their core beliefs of how the world works is in place. Now, the problem is most of us are no longer six years old. And I got to be honest with you, the beliefs that I put in place at six years old to get through the hell I was living in, to get through the fire, to get through the trauma and drama Uh, being a poor, white, trash kid, I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. Those beliefs that I had to create to survive that, to get through that, boy, if I didn't change those or at least address them in my early 20s, I wouldn't be here today. I'd be in prison as a murderer or as a rapist. I'd be in, in, in the grave six feet under because I would have done something stupid that would have taken my life. This is the reason why I have changed lives for 30 years. This is the reason why I've been on the radio for six years because I chose to take my pain and fix myself so I can use my pain to help other people. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm absolutely grateful for my childhood today. Now, I would not want to go back and relive it. It does not condone what, what I went through, but without that, I would not be who I am today without that pain. And then God helped me take that pain to use it to help other people. I would not be here today. That's why I got street cred. I can walk in other people's pain. And unless we've dealt with our own pain, we cannot walk in other people's pain. And so you got to realize what's going on here is there's a battle of beliefs. There's a battle of beliefs. And we go to what, what held America together. What held America together is is what we believed. We believed that we were a a country founded on the principles of the Bible, that we were a country founded upon uh, the, the values of the God of the Bible. We've always felt we were blessed. We've always believed that we were the shining light on the hill. We've always believed in God, country, family. We've always believed that what a family is, who our God is, and what the values that we would fight for. Remember, this country was fought for. The freedoms that we have were fought for. People put their lives on the line. And why would people do that? Because of their values, because of their beliefs, because they believed America was something worth fighting for. It was that shining light on the hill, as Ronald Reagan used to call it. People get chills when they hear the national anthem. And now we take a knee when we hear the national anthem. When people talked about the Constitution and the Founding Fathers, they had reverence. Now we, uh, we rip down statues of the Founding Fathers. We change the schools that were named after our Founding Fathers. They're all a bunch of uh, racist, hateful, white, privileged people. That's what the, uh, now America believes because we've been indoctrinated differently. All these liberal policies in the schools. you got to realize what's going on. What's different about America today is what we believe. What we believe about the Founding Fathers, what we believe about God, what we believe about, what we believe about our role in America, what we believe about adversity. We used to believe that adversity was the road to greatness. Whether you talk about people like Jackie Robinson or Martin Luther King Jr. or Jesus Christ, we believe that adversity made us better people. Now we believe adversity is the road to victimhood and a free lunch. So you change what you believe, you change what you do. So on Like It Matters Radio, we'll be back. What can you do in
1: 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22 year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
6: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a
1: lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it,
6: but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice.
1: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
7: Hi, this is Lee at the Kingdom Builders. Matthew 26, 41 tells us, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. My wife encourages me to pray about it all the time. It is pretty much anything. It's very good advice, even in the smallest of matters. This verse makes me think about how we should be attentive to what is going on around us, too. We should stay awake and be ready for the Spirit's prompting and be willing to pray appropriately. Like the Word says in James 4, I ask wrongly so often. I'm thankful that the Word actually tells us even how to ask. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at Lee at TheKingdomBuilders.com That's L-E-E at TheKingdomBuilders.com Or you can call us at 612-900-9166 That's
6: 612-900-9166 This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and let me remind you of how we define the word education on Like It Matters Radio. Education, I use um, Albert Einstein's definition. Albert Einstein said he doesn't consider education the learning of mere facts and figures. He said he considers education the training of the mind to think. And I believe, like Mark Levin says, we've become a nation of drones. Uh, we're told what to believe. We've gotten to this tribal mentality where there's two different Americas, there's two different tribes. There's uh, the left tribe, uh, you know, the, the, the blue states, and there's the right tribe, uh, the red states. And, boy, they are polar opposites, the hatred, the animosity, uh, the bitterness. Uh, stunning i mean for 4 years the media uh and the progressives from black lives matter to antifa uh to all those hateful groups out there they don't want nothing but to destroy donald trump uh and any of his followers they attack they beat up uh they uh, they uh hit him with stuff they attack their houses they brutal stuff and now that the blue team won this election it looks like Now, all of a sudden, the red team's supposed to just fall in line and now do things and go places that violate every one of their values, every one of their beliefs. See, that's why it doesn't matter. The election's not going to change much. Matter of fact, I believe things are getting ready to get worse. And by the way, I'm just quoting your president, Joe Biden. He said, the worst is yet to come. He and Fauci, check it out. The worst is yet to come. One of his campaign promises was it's going to be a long, cold, dark winter. He promised that. And some of you voted for him for that. So you're going to get what you voted for. But the country is going to be pulled apart more and more and more. Why? Because of cognitive dissonance. And you've got to realize that our beliefs are the core of everything. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. You know, I was in Bible study the other day, and I was uh, listening to, I think, Chuck Smith. And he said, you know, uh, there are some people that are willing to die for God. But, you know, very few are willing to live for God. That is just a powerful statement because on the surface, I would think it would be a lot easier or a lot harder to die for God than it is to live for God. But, no, he's absolutely right because it's a point in time when you die. But to live according to your beliefs, especially in a country that is now against those beliefs, oh, it is a lot more difficult to live for your beliefs than to die for your beliefs. And again, that's an interesting concept. And you got to realize how beliefs affect us. We have a hierarchy of beliefs. And there's something called the logical levels. I've talked about it before. It's one of my favorite things in the study of neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, And there are six levels. It's uh, basically Robert Diltz, uh, and he did a little bit of work with Gregory Bateson from The Ecology of Mind. This was back in the 70s. And he basically established that there seem to be six levels that human beings work with most often. Uh, It's from the bottom up. There's six levels. Environments at the bottom. Right above that's behavior. Right above that's capabilities. Right above that is belief and values. Right above that is identity. And then right above that is spirit. And they interact. So your basic level is your environment, your external constraints. You operate on that environment through your behavior. Now your behavior is guided by your mental maps, your strategies, which you define as your capabilities. And these capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. And these beliefs and values are organized by your identity. And your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit, why you are here. And by spirit, NLP never meant God because NLP is all about quantification. How do you know? In other words, how do you put things in a box? How do you figure it out? How do you do what you do? What are you doing that makes this outcome happen? And you can't put God in a box. And so you got to understand about the logical levels. We have belief systems in each one of those levels. And remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And when working with the logical levels, a couple of things to remember, it's easier to change things at the bottom than things at the top. Change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. And that you can't change an issue at the same level it was created at. you got to go to the level above. And this is why one of the things I call HR 101 you know of, that you can't, uh, what is it, Oh what's the saying? Oh, You um, criticize the behavior, not the person. That's called an HR 101. You learn that in human relations. You criticize the behavior, not the person. Now, if you look at the logical levels, it makes absolute sense. So your behavior is the second one from the bottom. Your identity is the second one from the top. Remember, three rules, uh, three points to remember when dealing with logical levels. Number one, it's easier to change things at the bottom versus the top. Number two, change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. And number three, you can't change an issue at the same level it was created at. You go to the next level above. And and that's where Einstein's quote, and I never understood it. He used to say, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. That made no sense to me at all. Until I studied and learned the logical levels. Now it makes sense. And so let me tell you why this matters logically. And let me break it down scientifically. Why when criticizing someone, you criticize their behavior and not the person themselves. Why? Because it's a lot easier to change what you do than to change who you are. Right? So let me give you an example with my kids. I have four kids. Um, uh, my, My son Christian. Let's say he lies to me. And so, like a lot of people, unknowingly, because it's unconscious, we don't know we're doing it, we say, Christian, you're a liar. Now, I want you to notice what I just did. I took his behavior and I attached it to his identity. I took something he did and I made it who he was. And the problem is, you know how a liar acts? They lie. A lot of people are told all their life they're a piece of crap, they have no value, they were a mistake. See, all these things are attached to identity, but all these things probably came from a behavior. And what happens then, we are self-fulfilling creatures, and so we act as if. And so if I'm a loser, and I believe that, I act like a loser. If I'm a liar, and I believe that, I act like a liar. The proper response to my son, Christian, if he told me a lie, was this. Christian, you lied to me. That's not acceptable. You're better than that. Now, what I just did is I said basically the same thing I said earlier, but I did a little a little mental judo, if you will. What I did is I addressed his behavior and his identity, but the difference is I was negative towards his behavior, but I was positive towards his identity. And so I said what he did was not acceptable. And then if you notice the last point, parents and leaders, listen to this. This is a great way to build people up. It's a backhanded buildup versus a backhanded insult. And I ended it with, you're better than that. See, that's how you deal with the logical levels. You got to realize where we have our beliefs, at what level they're attached. The higher the belief, the harder it is to change. And once you change something at one level, it's cascading. It changes every level below it. That's why when someone really does have a change, where they really are born again, they find God, Everything changes. And that's where James said, right? It sounds like James and and Paul are fighting each other. Where where Paul says it is grace alone uh, through faith alone in Christ alone that our, our good works are nothing more than filthy rags that we can't be good enough to get in the kingdom of God. And then James says faith without works is dead. And they go, oh, my gosh, they're fighting. No, they're not. They're saying exactly the same thing, just differently. What James is saying, if you really changed inside, then it'll show up outside. That's the logical levels. When you change your connection to a higher power, to God, it changes who you are. It changes what you believe. It changes your capabilities. It changes your behavior. It changes where you hang out. That's the key. And if you stop at identity, which the neurological level stopped a long time ago and never get to that essence of spirit, then everything stops with you. The buck stops with you. You're, you're screwed because if nothing's above you, then you can't fix you. Why? Because you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. You must go to the level above it. And if you're the top dog, if you are your God, then you're in big trouble, mister. But because there's nothing above you, and that means everything's below you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's what's going on in America today. You've got basically two camps, the godless camp and the god-fearing camp. In the conflict of visions, Tom O'Soul talks about it. He talks about the two conflicting visions. Now, he uses different terminology, but it's the same exact thing. And so, after the break, I'm going to go into what's going on. Why? Why are all these cops dying uh, in the line of duty versus years before. And why is the economic impact and the millions of people that are gonna die over the next 10, 15, 20 years because of the cobra effect? Because what we're doing to combat this virus is killing us far more than the virus could ever do. We're doing far more damage. And so that's what this radio show is about, to open your eyes to give, expand your thinking, to let you do some critical thinking. Because the most powerful thing that we have is what we do with what takes place between the stimulus and the response. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl? He said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, is your freedom. And because the mind is six times faster than we can talk, unless we slow things down, we're going to miss the boat. We're going to miss the plane. We're going to miss the opportunity not only to save this country, but also to be the men or the women that we are called to be. So I am black. We'll be back in three minutes.
3: discover the tools to build your relationships your vision and your life cool voiceover zany sound effect
0: okay we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll just keep it simple too listen to freedom 1570 on the radio.com app
4: if i'm not commuting anymore where do i really want to live While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move. With the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillLedge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves
3: risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker dealer and investment advisor member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value
0: the freedom insider club for prizes contests quizzes and more plus get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events it's free to join so visit freedom 1570.com today just click on fan club That's like it matters.net.
6: The flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Oh man, Lee and Greenwood, that song care, still brings me to tears. Uh, but man, I, I worry me, about it because America was always great because of what we believed. And now there's a crisis of belief going on in this country. I mean, look what happened in Georgia. You got two liberal people, Warnock and Ossoff, uh, that, oh, my gosh. And one's supposed to be a pastor for a Christ-centered church, but abortion on demand, marriage to whoever, whenever you want, uh, everything, I mean, banning God from the public square, banning Jesus Christ, the name Jesus Christ, unless you hit your thumb with a hammer. And yet, he's now going to be a U.S. senator. It's just stunning to me. Uh, I got people around the world that want to come to America. I got to be honest with them, telling you, it's too late, you missed it. Because America's going the way of every other country. America's going that way. Why? Because we've lost what we believe. We have a crisis of beliefs. And so two articles I uh, want to wrap this up with. Line of duty police death surge in 2020 as coronavirus calls it to Fund Pose challenge to officer safety. By the way, it says coronavirus is the leading threat to police officers this year. The number of police officers who have died in the line of duty in 2020 has jumped by nearly 60% compared to last year as the ongoing spread of the coronavirus continues to take its toll on America's men and women. The National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund is reporting 210 total fatalities this year, a 58% increase from the 133 it recorded in 2019. Stunning. And now they're putting a lot of this on the coronavirus. So of course, the, the calls to defund the police, and uh, we now make it open season to where people can attack cops when they get pulled over. People get in cops' face, steal their guns, steal their tasers, uh, and then if cops respond with any kind of force, uh, then they're the guilty ones. Don't you see the crisis of beliefs in police officers? They're not sure who they're supposed to be. They're not sure what they're supposed to do. And why is coronavirus affecting them so much? Because of our poor emotional health you got to realize that there's been a pandemic going on in this country for a while, a long time, long before coronavirus. It's called mental health. That's why I do what I do. That's why I do likeitmatters.net. That's why I do likeitmattersradio.com. That's why I do wayofwarrior.blog. That's why I counsel and coach, because the battle's in the mind. And I'm telling you right now, poor emotional health weakens our body's immune system. From familydoctor.org. Poor emotional health can weaken your body's immune system. This makes you more likely to get colds and other infections during emotionally difficult times. Sound familiar? How about medicalnewstoday.com? A study conducted by specialists from Pennsylvania State University and State College has found that negative moods may change the way in which the immune response functions. How about prevention.com? April 14, 2020, research shows that chronic stress can cause you to eat poorly, keep you from exercising regularly, spike your blood pressure, and interfere with your sleep. It can also do a number on your immune system. That's the pandemic right there, right? How about this? Psychology day? depression hurts the immune system. November 1st, depression is a whole body disorder. There's accumulating evidence that the illness has deleterious effects on the heart, the brain, and bones and metabolism. Now comes proof that it undermines the immune system. Scientists don't fully yet understand the biological mechanisms at work, but they do know this. Negative feelings, stress, sadness, worry cause a spike in the hormone cortisol, cortisol, which in turn suppresses the immune system. Ohio State University researchers found an exaggerated inflammatory response to an immune challenge among 47 people feeling stressed and suffering subclinical depression. Following a single flu shot, their bodies overproduced the immune system component interleukin-6, a marker of long-term inflammation. Why does that matter? Because chronic inflammation is linked to all disease. I take stuff every day, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff a month, just to keep the inflammation in my body down. Chronic inflammation is linked to all disease. It's linked to cardiovascular disease, osteoporosis, arthritis, diabetes, periodontal disease, among others. The study subjects all caregivers or spouses with Alzheimer's disease had modest levels of depression. They felt blue and had sleep problems but did not have the full-blown disorder. And then psychologist Janice Glasser says this, a person's mental health really does matter. The body responds differently, even to everyday challenges, depending on whether a person is depressed or not. The study shows there are long-term changes taking place in your immune system. That's what's going on with cops, where cops uh, can't even go out there and do their job, and they're being attacked, they're being vilified. Defund the police, and yet the first thing that happens when someone needs someone, they call police, and then when they don't get there quick enough, or they're attacked, or disrespected, or spit upon, and I, 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 I have ultimate respect for the men in blue, the women in blue, uh, and yeah, they make mistakes. They're human beings. We know that power corrupts absolutely, right? And absolute, uh, what is it? Power corrupts, and then absolute power corrupts absolutely. We're all human beings. Romans 3.23 is pretty clear. We all fall short of the glory of God. And then here's the other article. COVID's economic fallout could elevate U.S. mortality rate for years. The lingering economic pain from the coronavirus pandemic could elevate the mortality rate in the U.S. for more than a decade, with close to 900,000 excess deaths projected over the next 15 years. A new paper published by researchers at Duke, Johns Hopkins, and Harvard Universities found the nation's mortality rate will increase by 3%, while life expectancy could drop by as much as half a percent over the next 15 years. Ready for this? Translating into an additional 900,000 deaths. That amounts to roughly 1.37 million deaths in the span of 20 years. We find that shocks to unemployment are followed by statistical significant increases in mortality rates and declines in life expectancy, the authors wrote in the paper, which was circulated by the National Bureau of Economic Research. Ladies and gentlemen, it's cognitive dissonance. That's what's going on. We're struggling with who we are, we're struggling with what we stand for. And things are getting worse. Joe Biden's not going to unite this country. Because there's 75 million of us that he spits upon. He tells us we're losers, we're morons. We chase after a fake God. Our Bible is nothing more than hate speech. And those are the highest beliefs that we have, that spirit. And so you can't control the elections, undoubtedly. I wonder if there's, I don't know if our democracy can stand because the belief in fair uh, elections is over. Uh, I have no faith at all. In the elections in this country, none at all based on what we saw this last cycle, none. And so what happens to democracy when you can't have free and fair elections? There is no democracy or republic, whatever you want to call it. And so here's some homework because I want to help you deal with what happens between your stimulus and your response. Remember the battles in the mind to transform your thinking, to not conform to the thinking of this world. That's what our father, Abba Daddy, told us. And so you've got to control what's going on in your head. So do a, 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 a values, a belief survey, if you will. Identify the six levels. Remember the six levels. Spirit, in other words, your, your bigger connection to the universe, God. Below that's identity. And maybe put each one on a sheet of paper. So spirit, identity, your beliefs and values, capabilities, your behavior, and your environment. And in each one of those, identify what you believe in those areas. What do you believe about your bigger connection to the universe? What do you believe about God? What do you believe about who are you? Right at the top of identity, but who am I? Who are you? Remember when Jesus walked this planet, he didn't just say seven I am statements. You read about the seven I am statements in John. But remember, he said before, uh, Abraham, I am. So you missed in the eighth I am. Where he claimed to be God. People say he never claimed to be God. You don't know your Bible, read it. I study the Quran as well. And just like many Muslims don't know their Quran, most Christians don't know their Bible. And the Quran, by the way, tells Muslims that their best friend could be a Christian. It references the Bible. So take an inventory of your beliefs. Take an inventory of your beliefs. What do you believe? And you gotta make be sure you know who you are and why you're here. And who's you are. Why do you get each day do what you do the next day? If everything else falls away, your beliefs about who you are, and why you're here, and whose you are, and what your purpose is, those will carry on through many elections, through many dark days. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mister Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
0: Thanks for your support.
4: American
6: pressure, pressure. spray it, don't say it. Pressure pumps and parts to get the job done. Pressure
1: washers and the Arctic steamer. Our service and selection is second to none.
6: Professional quality from the proven leader.
1: American Pressure, INC.com.
0: Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerislein, our guest-like hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Westmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saitler. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570, it's Outdoor News Radio
4: bringing liberty and truth.